0: Gentlemen, welcome to FRC Lab, the, our very own live show. Uh, we've been building and building and building this uh, throughout the whole summer, and it's been such an incredible, incredible thing to carry on doing. And we're obviously doing another one here today. So, just me here. Um, we've got very uh, driven, we've got very one topic at show today because the show is all dedicated. To D twenty three, the big Disney event that happened over the course of this weekend, um, I didn't get a chance to check out uh, early live streams or actually go to it. Uh, it was actually my birthday yesterday, so thank you so much, for everybody. that remembered and, and dropped me a message. Uh, the chat is always oh, going happy birthday, happy belay birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, the chat bringing on here. We're going to get up to your guys' opinions as the show continues. We're going to get into your questions if we have time at the end of the show, but it's time. To go with FRC Lab, we're going to be talking about all about the D twenty three event. What I liked, what I didn't like, how I felt about certain things, and to share my opinion because that's what we do here on the show. We start. We have to. We always start. We start the Comic Con reaction with this. Now we're going to start the D twenty three reaction with this, and now of course is Marvel Studios who was again delivering such an incredible look at so many things, just that sort of reviews pretty much the event in them four photos there and what we are uh, aiming to see. Uh, but we're going to actually do something where we're, good. we're just going to go on the uh, website here of... digital spy and we're literally just going to go through all the DMZ and the star wars announcements and just sort of go through them one by one um and just really go through the announcements because there was a lot of things that was released and there was a lot of things that we were told about but there was a lot more that was shown at the event just for people um to the point where if you go on any youtube video of people that were there yeah they'll they'll interview like them talking but if they say an exclusive clip for you guys to show you now and the camera will pan down nobody sees it which is great and i think that's something that i want to really bring up at the end of this podcast where i sort of talk about my thoughts on the event we're going to talk about that in just a moment but starting off here with marvel studios of course and there it is black panther kinda forever so this is what digital spy wrapped it up Um. Ryan Coogler joined Kevin Feige on stage to bring something exclusive to the D23 crowd. There was some new footage from the eagerly awaited sequel, which included Queen Ramanda, played by Angela Bassett, who was obviously on the stage, a uh, warning UN panel about vibranium and a fight scene with Dora Milaje. Uh, still no sign of who the new platform is, though, it's unlikely that this footage will be released online. Uh, the cast also intended Winston Duke teased how contest has been changed by the snap, while the teacher Wright, who plays Shuri, called it a beautiful story. Listen, I don't care whether we see another trailer. I don't care whether we hear anything big leading up to it. I just cannot wait for Black Panther to come out to just sit in that cinema and watch it again. Because that first movie, I rewatched that with uh, Gary uh, Kingslayer Beth. And that for me was. One of the most perfect MCU movies. Obviously, the third act is is, 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 is drops it down. It's not my favourite, but it's got to be up there. It is incredible. One incredible hero, first and foremost. I love it, man. And Ryan Coogler joining him on the stage, saying that they're in the editing process. Not that big of a deal. I know a lot of people are making a big deal about this. Oh, my God, it's coming next. It's coming next month doesn't matter. You know, it's it's a movie that's had a lot of shifting parts. He's constantly on it, uh, Ryan Coogler. So he, he is going to have all of the passion and dedication towards it. Uh, it was really great to see Angela Bassett one of these as well. Um, she was obviously, the scene said about it, she's, she's going to be the big character. And I think it will be what was great about Black Panther was that you saw King Ch- uh, Charlie being King and D'Challa being Black Panther. So that role that he had it was the same this one i think it's going to be okay so you have a leader or the monarchy of wakanda and i think she's going to be in that and then i think it's going to be another black panther so they're going to split their roles completely differently um, really like really great to see angela bassett um you know have a bit more of a prominent role in the movie and um, and i think that whole thing about the fight scene with Dora Milaje, you saw that in the end of the first trailer um, with um, them jumping off the side of of something like a ship. Um, But that was amazing. That looked so cool. Um, Obviously, with what M'Baku said, he's going to be... Again, I'm I'm unsure to see what role has because that trailer near enough confirmed uh, that we... Aren't going to see him in a Black Panther suit. It was too it was too small for him to be in a Black Panther suit. So I don't really know what role his he would have had. Whether his tribe um, is going to get affected by the by the snap because they were definitely didn't rely on the Wakandan tech. They were very much on their own. And the teacher right, she's just she's going to be there. She's going to have that prominence. Everybody thinks she's going to be the new Black Panther. I think it's going to be a Nikia, personally. If people ask for my predictions, but Listen, the T-shirt going to have a massive role in it again, and it, it massively moves lovely into this, which we're going to talk about now: Ironheart. So, Ironheart, uh, this was exclusive. First footage was shown for Ironheart, we didn't see this, but showed Riri Williams. Building her first suit from scraps at an MIT lab, as well as a brief look at Anthony Ramos's character Parker becoming the Hood. Uh, Riri Williams will make her MCU debut in what kind of Forever. That's confirmed we've seen in the trailer. You see that photo there the Ironheart series is currently filming. Um, <clears throat> things to take away from that is Ryan Johnson is the producer, so I that puts more. So I think in my mind that this Ironheart character is going to have a lot to do in Wakanda Forever and because Ryan Coogler wants to continue on with the story. Uh, Anthony Ramos, who a lot of people know from In the Heights, which was a big success last year and was part of that HBO Max Warner Brothers deal. Uh, Ramos is is a great actor, and I think the hood could become a really interesting character in it. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I don't know a lot about Ironheart. I don't know a lot about the actress that plays her. Uh, and I think my perception of her is going to be a lot different after watching uh, Wakanda Forever, just to see how that role can really fit in. Obviously, they're linking it to Iron Man with the, with the name. That's all I'm hearing at the moment. But intrigued, intrigued, and the fact that we saw uh, a, some footage from it, probably, you know, if I was there, probably could have helped me a little bit. But the fact that I wasn't there, also showing that, you know, I'm intrigued at least by this character. And Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. What a name, first and foremost. Uh, F- uh, Feige hyped up this by saying it provided a re- line into the rest of phase five and up to Avengers Kang Dynasty. Paul wrote top the crowd. This is like anything you've seen. This thing is bananas. Exclusive footage was shown that revealed a tense showdown between Kang and Ant-Man, where Kang asked him if he's killed him before, as all of the Avengers he's killed blend together. That's big. I love the trailer of Comic-Con, this footage won't be making its way online. But at least we do know that Randall Park is returning as Agent Jimmy Woo. Okay. Um, also, the actor that played him, Jonathan Majors, I watched in Lovecraft Country, and he's very good in that. So to, s- to see him on stage, obviously, talk about such a big villain. Uh, obviously, we've seen him in Loki, uh, Season 1, at the end. So, obviously, being, judging from that picture, which is, has been released by Marvel Studios, we'll see something about Cassie Lang being in this uh, and watch this space. Hayley Seinfeld's been announced to be in um, this, um, you know, next phase, phase five. And people are saying, well, where's she, where's she going to be in? Obviously, the most easily predictable is Echo, uh, which, we, which we'll we move on a little bit later on. But that was interesting to see Echo potentially, you know, be a be a big show and obviously Hayley coming back. But watch this space about Ant-Man, you know, because Cassie Lang, Kate Bishop, very similar ages, um, you could definitely see her look saying, "Look, you know, Young Avengers, let let's do it. Let's let's link these all together." And I think that's a really, really interesting role that potentially we could see. Um, but watch this space about Kate Bishop. I'm am predicting it right now. And I'll I'll be wrong. I'll be proven to be wrong. But I think this could be really interesting. Werewolf by Night. We're not going to check out the trailer. It's trying to load itself up. Uh, but no, the trailer for the upcoming Werewolf by Night uh, was debuted, which. And its release date was confirmed to be October 7th. A legend, legendary composer, Michael Joe, G- uh, has turned director for this special, which appears to be marveled in full on classic black and white horror mode. This intrigues the hell out of me. This intrigues the hell out of me. We're just going to sort of scroll down just so it doesn't release any of the trailers, but this intrigues the hell out of me. This is one of um, the, the, the shows that I probably will check out just for intrigue. And probably won't be on the top of my list in terms of like predicted for the next month or whatever. Um, it, it definitely links to this 30s, 40s monster movie type, um, which I was really, really intrigued by. This was one of the two trailers we had, the second trailer being Secret Invasion, which we'll bring on to next. But yep, interested Michael Cheek, actually. It's a great composer, so I'm interested to see what he does in the chair. Um, it looks like it's going to be bloody, gritty, dark, everything above that it's going to be very intriguing to see what we're going to have from that but no looking forward to werewolf by nine mainly because it's a holiday special and we could we should be getting two holiday specials from marvel by the end of the year first being this one the horror uh halloween one and we can have the christmas one hopefully with the guardians as well because it's been announced that like, guardians 3 is going to be next year so they said the, the christmas prior to that release we'll get the christmas special so Anticipating, but I'm not sure what Marvel are doing with the holiday special because they've not announced it at Comic Con and now at D twenty three. So a lot of people are not saying that what what people are saying in the comments. Yeah, it's still released? Yeah, I think it's still released. But that I am Groot Show was sort of like a fun sort of thing, which I really enjoyed. Um minimal, very minuscule, but and we didn't really offer much. But he said the audience would be returned obviously. We're gonna get free. What's your thoughts? on the level by night? Lincoln in Probably not. Probably not. It's just, I think it's just a Marvel special. Um, I'd be very surprised. I'm not too sure about their origins, to be honest. What else have we got here? Is it for Secret Invasion? Yeah, we're just going to move on to that. We're going to move on to Secret Invasion in just a minute. How good is Jonathan Major Lovecraft Country? Very good. Very, very good in Lovecraft Country. And when he was announced... I knew the name, and obviously then we saw him in Loki, which he, he stole the show, and Into in Loki? He was very menacing, and it looked like in the footage, as well, he was very menacing from what he said. Right, well, you've asked for a secret invasion, and um, the secret invasion trailer was shown again, and obviously it was released online, so we check that out. I the field the first look again, my friend star Amelia Clark's MCU debut. I knew it was her, uh, which was really, really cool, as well as Returns of the Summer of Jackson, Don Cheadle, Ben Mendelsohn, and Colby Smolders. Uh, don't you know the so invasion connects directly to Armour Wars, which begins shooting next year and be six episodes long? So, I feel like I've got a lot of sort of opinions on this, maybe because I've watched the trailer. This feels like Captain America the Winter Soldier, it really does. It feels like that, and that was a big success. Also, then we're getting into you know the Fifteenth year of the MCU next year, and things are going to overlap, and feels are going to feel the same because you can't constantly be making the same thing uh, over and over again. But my God, this looks brilliant! This looks absolutely fantastic. Um Sam Richardson, so I'm glad he's back. I like this this role of Nick Fury more than what he's done it recently. Don Cheadle coming back, he's he's had a few pop up moments. Didn't had something from Falcon with Soldier, which I thought was a bit odd. Um, because he didn 't really do much in that then Mendelson, I really liked in Captain Marvel probably one of the better parts of that movie and Kirby Maunders has been around for quite a while so all links fantastic Olivia Coleman's in this as well which I was like wait what is that Olivia Coleman really really bad but really looking to seeing the secret invasion show a lot of people were saying it should be a movie some people were saying it could have really linked but I think a TV show could really work it, it gives Disney plus another big option to um to really lead into that and really Bring it up. So really interested that obviously this armor wars, which I thought was a bit of a minuscule show, the fact that Secret Invasion could potentially every time. So yeah, still very intrigued by this. Obviously, a lot of people, you know, said, "Oh yeah, we are going to get Secret Invasion in this next phase. It's going to be the first TV show phase five as well." So very interested, very intrigued by this. Loki is next. Uh, Tom Hiddleston was there for Loki season two, which marks the first MCU series to officially get a season two. Uh, most excitedly though it's revealed that everything, everywhere, all at once, Star Key Hi Wan, definitely said that name wrong, has joined the show's cast and the lucky crowd in attendance got to see exclusive first footage. The footage shows Loki's back in the TVA, but nobody recognises him and he keeps glitching in and out of time. I really like Loki. Uh, season one I want to rewatch it again to sort of pick up things that I missed. Definitely very intrigued to see this Kihan 1 uh, actor also in there as well. Um, he's obviously got a big name, obviously we've got Aaron Wilson back as well. Um, so yeah, this this one really kicked off all this multiverse stuff, didn't it? And uh, you'd, I'll be... I'm definitely very intrigued to see exactly what will happen with this one. And as it falls, this is very small. Uh, it was confirmed that Matt Chapman has taken over from John Watts as director of Fantastic Four, but Fyge didn't reveal anything about the new movie. Instead, it would be a next year's D23. Instead, a lot of people were, were moaning about this, and I'm like, why? Why do you need to? It, it, at the end of the day, you know, they picked on certain projects they wanted to focus on. They released a lot for the D23 crowd to be happy with. Probably not. You know, people who wasn't at the event, but we're going to get that now in dribs and drabs. Um, I never liked the Secret Invasion show, helped a lot of people with you know, their opinion, and I really liked it. I really thought it was a really great show, um, you know, in terms of Marvel's panel. So, I don't think I'm too disappointed about Fantastic Four, it keeps anticipation going. Whether they've got a cast, I don't know, or whether they're hiding it, I don't think they have. I don't think they've announced anything yet, so... I think the fact that he's put a date on for D23 and anticipates the next Marvel panel, um, whether they release something at Comic-Con next year, I'm not sure. But Matt Chapman looks over, looks quite an intriguing director. I like the fact that they're keeping certain um, directors um, for their projects, like they've gone from one project to another, um, and really dealing with these characters very, very well. So I'm very intrigued by that. Echo, uh, this was a Hawkeye spin-off show. It debuted its first trailer in that one, so it has finished filming, apparently. Um, it showed Echo meeting Kingpin, who had his eyes bandaged up after the event of Hawkeye, so I'm guessing he got shot uh, um, in the eye, I'm guessing, because they think that he was he was dead, obviously, they're not because he's in both this and Daredevil Born Again. Um, so obviously he's coming back, so I think that's really interesting. Wasn't a big fan of Echo in the Hawkeye kind of series, I thought she was a bit of an add-on. Um, a bit of a loose end really who was prominent in one episode and then just faded out quite um, you know memorable for me personally but intrigued you're not going to give a a whole TV season um, to a character that not everyone doesn't care about so yeah at least I'm intrigued a little bit by that and um, it definitely will give um, such a big thing there it is Daredevil born again uh here stayed on the stage for this, but he was joined by Charlie Cox. Um, nothing shown from the new show. Hasn't even started filming yet starting next year. But the 23rd time did set to see a clip of Daredevil's She-Hulk attorney at Law. Not really a big thing from that. People are taking a lot from <coughs> the Daredevil sort of section of the show. We're going to see Daredevil very soon. in that show, I'd much rather keep that uh, into anticipation. Hopefully we get to see him next episode this week's episode because we got obviously identical dedicated episodes of wong wasn't a big fan of episode four of she hawk anyway so for me i think we could definitely get a lot from daredevil in the she hawk show so i'm very intrigued to see what we're going to get from that captain america new world order and this revealed to future the surprise mcu return of tim plake nelson as the leader making his first, marking his first appearance since The Incredible Hulk, they're bringing that show back, they're bringing that movie back, they're making it, making me wonder that something's going on with Universal they'll give Marvel at least the rights to that movie because that's the only MCU movie not on Disney Plus, uh, not that or No Way Home, but that's a bit different because No Way Home will eventually come on it um, we also got the confirmation that Danny Ramirez is back as Wayne White- Torres and Carl Lumley as Isaiah Bradley uh, while Shuri Harris will be playing the Israeli superheroine Sabra. So, really big one. Obviously, no announcements about the Winter Soldier in this one, but this is going to be great to see Captain America. In it, Was really enjoyed what they decided to do with Falcon. Falcon's prominence as, as Captain America, making him feel very different to Chris Evans's role as Steve Rogers. Very intrigued to see, see this, and... Um, mm-hmm intrigued to, to reveal the cast and especially Tim Blake Nelson as well, making the Incredible Hulk feel a lot more prominent in the MCU. But this is the big announcement for me. Um, it was revealed that the Thunderbolts movie, this is the cast, this is the team. David Harbour, who plays Red Guardian, Juliet Louise DeFrasse, who plays the mastermind in Falcon, so I can't remember her name, Florence Pugh, obviously, Yelena Belova, Hannah John uh, Cameron, who played uh, ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I haven't seen her yet so I'm intrigued to see where she's been because she was sort of let go in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, White Russell who's of course uh, you, you know the part of the Captain America, obviously if I can Winter Soldier show was Captain America, uh, Olga uh, um who played Taskmaster in Black Widow. So a lot of Black Widow mentions as well and Sebastian Stanley plays Winter Soldier. Big. Big. Um, I'm very intrigued by what we're going to see here. Very intrigued. And I think it makes this film massively interesting because I wasn't intrigued um, personally by it. Obviously, a lot of people people have said, why, where's Zemo, where's Abomination? I think that'll be announced soon. I think something with Abomination and She-Hulk will link to that maybe in end credit scene or something. I think these characters are in a state where they were loved or they were intrigued. People were intrigued by them and then we're going to definitely see something happen with that um, in this show so I'm definitely very very intrigued to see what we're going to be getting from uh, all of these characters and sort of reinvent them so to speak in this in this film and then we've got The Marvels so this was the final thing another exclusive trailer for The Marvels which I was very intrigued by, wondered why um, but uh, Brie Larson, Emmanuel, and Tiana Paris uh, introduced it. Uh, in the footage, the powers of the Internet says so they keep switching places with each other through the galaxy. Kamala insists we're a team, but Kamala replies, no, 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 we're not a team. Interested, very interesting. Wasn't a big fan of the first Captain Marvel, so interested to see, but thought that the Miss Marvel show could potentially give her a new light. Obviously, the team link was Tiana Paris playing a version of Captain Marvel in Doctor Strange 2. So I'm very intrigued by that. I'm very intrigued by what we're going to be getting involving the Marvels. But again, it was quite nice to see personally certain roles, certain roles. Well, um, oh, I forgot, um, forgot to mention, didn't I, about this about the uh, Rogers the musical uh, that that was right at the beginning of. Um, the D23 event for Marvel. Uh, I thought that was quite fun. I thought that was quite fun. Uh, but there it is. Look, there is the review of the Marvel panel. So very intrigued by what we're going to be getting uh, very very soon from the MCU. Moving on now to the Star Wars event and the Star Wars panel. And I mean they've put the, the number one thing to talk about number one on Digital Spy here, Mandalorian season three. This was a teaser trailer, but this, this was the definition of a teaser trailer. So many fast sort of scenes and movements, but really gave us such an intrigue uh, by this. Uh, the cast included Petro Pascal and Kate, Katie Sakoff, and now a new executive producer, uh, Rick Famua, who directed episodes in the first two seasons, were on hand to tease the. Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, this has been a dream of mine since I watched the first Star Wars film, while well, Giancarlo has as tested we haven't seen Moff Gideon be vulnerable before until this new season. Uh, most importantly, though, we got the first trailer for the new season, which confirmed the season was arriving in 2023, but no specific date. However, the trailer did feature the return of Rise of the Skywalker fan favourite, Babu Frick. Hey, hey. Yeah, that was really cool. Um... It, it it did what it needed to do for a teaser trailer intrigued me got me interested wanted to see the release date was a bit disappointed that we weren't gonna get it at the christmas of this year i feel like the past few christmases has really been dedicated to star wars and their tv shows and stuff like that um and the mandalorian as well so intrigued by it obviously the fact that we didn't have anything um from um you know the yeah, you know, the casting obviously stuff like that. In terms of their thoughts on on that, I thought it was a little bit of a disappointment for me, but very intrigued obviously because I really love the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, and then the the other one, Andor. Uh, to hype up the imminent release of Andor, the cast the a teaser, twenty-four episode spy over both seasons of this Show consisting of twelve episodes each, leading into the events of Rogue One, which, by the way, is my favorite favorite modern Star Wars movie. And Diego, Eagerly and How we'd fall in love with Cassian, and all over again. Calling the series "The Awakening of a Revolutionary," uh, which, while the show will also reveal more about Mon Mothma, it was also revealed that the second and final season will start from Zuma. The final trailer for the show was also debuted. That was cool. That was cool. That was really cool. Um, I really, like, I'm really intrigued by this show. Really, really intrigued. Always, massively intrigued to see anything that comes out of that Rogue One movie because I have enjoyed it so much. Definitely, um, enjoyed and appreciated to see Diego Luna back. I thought it really gives some really dark, gritty moments. And um, it, the set design looks really cool. It always looks feels really different. I think Andor could be a massive, massive hit. And we're we're getting it very, very early as well. And the fact that we got Season two announced. Makes it really intriguing as well. See how this show is truly going to end. Wasn't always a big fan of the releasing of season two so uh, early, even before we've seen the season one. It's all right to agree later, just not let us know. Because I think sometimes it ruins things for the first season, but I don't think it will. Very intrigued by it. The Bad Batch. Uh The Bad Batch seems to be confirmed to start. On Disney Plus, I'm trying to be for 2023 with a 2 episodes premiere, so we're not getting this uh, this year. I, it was pushed back and pushed back, and then we finally got to it, and it's been pushed back again. Um, it's a great way to start 2023. It's one of the shows which I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the animated link to it. I thought the characters were great. So it's, it's sad. It definitely is sad to see. The Bad Batch not come out, probably taking the role of Mandalorian as Star Wars Christmas show, but 16 episodes as well. That was mad. That's crazy. Um uh, am really looking forward to it. Tales of the Jedi. Now, this really intrigued me here. So, talking of Star Wars animations, we're also getting Tales of the Jedi, a series of six shorts with three focusing on Ahsoka Tan and three focusing on Count Dooku. Very intrigued. Very intrigued by this. And it will tell me a Disney Plus on October 26th. So... I think it looks fantastic. I think it will... Especially Count Dooku, she always had a very mysterious past in the Star Wars movies. So Katana was sort of come into it and obviously her character being dedicated in seven seasons of the Clone Wars, you know, maybe gives us something. But with Count Dooku, his past has always been really mysterious. And um, I think this could be really good. I think this definitely could be really good. And, you know, it just brings... Into the forefront is how good animation can be with Star Wars, Clone Wars, Rebels, Bad Batch, uh, and now this. So, really intrigued by that. Ahsoka. And um, we, didn't get any new reveals? Uh, it, we got some. They got some new look images for people who's in attendance. Um, so, uh Favre's involved again. Favreau's done fantastic for Star Wars recently. Um, I think Disney's just paying them a salary each year and goes, "Yeah, do what you want to do with Marvel and Star Wars." But he's lent into Star Wars a lot more now. Definitely very intriguing, and also the fact that we got a in um, Boba Fett, and also Mandalorian as well uh, makes it really intriguing. Skeleton Crew is the next one, so audience has got a first look at Jude Law. Um, it was directed by Spider-Man John Watts. Um, not don't know a lot about this. Don't know about this, Obviously, it's, it's the um, it's definitely very intriguing. I was in the, the High Republic. I don't really have an opinion on it because I don't know what it is yet. It doesn't really feel like it's got something. But all in the garden, really looks so very true by the potential of this show. Uh We're going to talk about um Willow and um Indiana Jones in in just a little bit. Uh, but we are going to be moving on. What were you guys saying about the Star Wars panelist? If you buy the potential of Skeleton Crew, but like you said, don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't know. That's on me being That's bad. me being bad. Me not, not having an idea. What else have we got? Ideas for a potential movie? Uh, I'm not sure. I really am not sure yet. There you go. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much for putting that up. Um... What else have we got? Ahsoka, why did why we get a trailer? Not sure. I just don't think they have a release date, yes. I'm not gonna release a they could have released a teaser trailer potentially, but with you on Andor, yeah, can't wait for Andor. Only nine days away as well. Crazy. Okay. Let's start with the Disney and Pixar panel then. Um inside out two. Um, Amy Poehler appears on stage to announce to help announce it. Uh, the movie will once again take place inside Raleigh's head with all the emotions from the original returning for the sequel. The movie's very early production. But it's coming out in summer 2024. There it is. Inside Out 2, the big logo. Not got Bill Hader, not got Mindy Kaling in this one as well. Apparently something to do with Bill Hader's salary. I don't really know what's going on with that. I don't really want to share about it. Loved Inside Out. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good modern. Disney and Pixar movie. Intrigued to see where they go. I think everyone's thinking, well, where could they go with it? The puberty element was sort of hinted at, wasn't it, the end of the end of the first movie? So very interesting to see what we get from that. Wish uh, to close the show. Disney announced Wish, a new original film, coming next year. The movie is designed to celebrate hundred years of Disney storytelling of original characters and songs inspired by Disney legacy. Uh, it will take place to the fairy tale kingdom. that exists long before any of the Disney World called the Kingdom of Wishes. I mean, it's interesting. It's intriguing. Obviously, Disney's been around now for so long. They've done so many incredible things. So you know, I think it will be probably not not something that I particularly will be intrigued by. I like the animations. I obviously like all the new live action movies that they're doing. Some good, some bad, but. um... It's definitely intriguing, but probably not my sort of thing. Um, mainly because I do enjoy what Disney do in the other sections. Uh, Pixar announces new sci-fi movie. Uh, this is about young boy who becomes Earth's ambassador for what is essentially the United Nations of aliens. It has to prove that that's the best part of being human is being yourself. It comes out in spring 2024 and it stars America Ferrara and Jonas Karam, interesting, interesting look, I think sci-fi movies are doing really well at the moment, um, obviously Pixar gave us Lightyear this year, which was such a, a big sort of sci-fi movie, and definitely very, um, I, mean, I, I mean I like Lightyear, I thought it wasn't bad, but this one looks really interesting, and really, really fantasy, very mythological, could do something really good, again, probably the the audience will probably be very young for this one. Um, Animation Studios partnered in with Outside Studios for Iwaju. Uh, this is the first collaboration with an outside studio in 100 years, which is, crazy, which is unbelievable. The project describes the love letter to Nigeria, which shows why Lagos like, is one of the most <laughs> cities in the world. It will tell the story of a wealthy and a poor boy. And it's set to arrive in 2023. Um, this streams on Disney Plus as well. So it's a disney plus original which I almost you think well why didn't i want to bring it into streaming probably look into it looking into it a little bit too much but intrigued to see what we're going to get from it looks looks pretty cool looks very looks very different so we could potentially get some very things on that win or lose is an animated series from pixar It's a baseball themed animation series. already intrigues me because i really love my sport it's called the pickles and everyone up to the championship game each episode sort of focus on a different character, from Frank the umpire to the tough guy picture. Uh, we'll fall that is coach, Dan, and an exclusive clip was shot. Um, it's going to get kids intrigued. It's going to get people intrigued in sport. Baseball is a great sport to sort of focus on. It's going to get the American audience very intrigued by it. It looks it looks fun. Uh, Michael Yates, Carrie Hobson, and Dave Lally uh, the filmmakers behind it so it looks pretty good it's something for pixar to really uh get behind in terms of the disney plus model they haven't done they've done movies but not done tv shows so definitely could get that elemental this intrigues me uh this is coming in in june uh, 2023 Uh we got the first trailer for the movie we didn't see it but the movie center big city fires ember a fiery character and wade a chill water character Lewis will play Ember and Mahmoud Atayi will play Wade. Intriguing, very intriguing. Uh, Elemental City, uh, Element City, sorry. Looks, looks intriguing. Looks intriguing again, probably not something that I'd be anticipated to really look at. But I like the ideas, I like the pers- the personalities of it. Pixar doing something different again. So, again, probably not on the highest anticipation of list, But looks, looks interesting and probably will... Get my interest a little bit more if I see something from it. First footage of the Little Mermaid live action remake. Um, it stars uh, Halle Bailey as Ariel. It also stars Jacob Tremblay, Aquafina, Melissa McCarthy, Javier Bardem, and Javier Bardem. Not seen this really yet. Um, I'm sort um, recently just watched Pinocchio and that was all right. So there's some good, some bad. Um, Obviously, this one's been under a bit of scrutiny for its casting choices, which is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why it should be um, criticised. It's absolutely fine and really got, got a really great cast as well. Bardem, love him. The little McCarthy, I thought could be great. Jacob Tramley's done really well. Awkwafina's been a standout from some great films. So, intrigued, Uh Mufasa, The Lion King. This is, this is going to make money. This is going to make massive money. We use the same animation style from the live-action re, uh, remake that we got in 2019. It's just going to make money. Uh, the first footage was shown. We didn't see it, but yeah, it's going to be a prequel. It's going to focus on Mufasa. Um, I very am intrigued. And Barry Jenkins from Moonlight is going to help me as well. Big fan of Moonlight. Uh, definitely intrigued to see what he's going to do because a uh, uh, director with that the now broke. Um, there it is. Um, it's definitely going to be very interesting. You need a new mark. Probably. Mm-hmm. Two upside Um But very intrigued. And the movie set for 2024 as well, so not that long. The fact that we've, as well. Thinking obviously Lion King's a big one, and they're the banking in on the success of that. <laughs> Another thing we're going to get. In 2024 is a live action Snow White. Uh, Rachel Selga. she's gonna be playing Snow White. Gal Gadot is casted as the Evil uh, Queen. That's a really good casting because I think Gal Gadot's always been a great hero. She's doing something very different here. Uh, even showed off the Evil Lash, she'll use as a queen. Okay, very brief teaser as well was shown. So Disney liked to keep things back and then give you teasers. So they've had a really great D23, in my opinion. Uh, and then we also got something next year they are going to get which is peter pan and wendy um jude law's back again <laughs> um this is great uh, for, uh he was joined by alexander maloney of anderson uh in that one as well and apparently they're making wendy and peter pan very clean <laughs> characters peter um it's not all going to be about peter pan and Wendy. It's not going to be this side character interesting it's going to come on to disney plus as well I think mean, that's probably where certain um live action remakes should potentially go. They've teased this for a while, so I'm very interesting to see it. And the poster as well looks really quite grand and you know definitely leans into that fantasy element. And then we've got the Haunted Mansion. Uh Jamie Lee Curtis um was shown in quite a cool Professor X looking chair. Um, it also Dan DeVito, I mean Wilson, Winona Ryder, Dan Levy, really great. Um that's quite cool, and it's the next Disney film to be based on a theme park ride. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean did something very well with that. Definitely can, could see them doing that again. And then the final thing to wrap this all up is The Disenchanted. Never watched Enchanted, probably won't. They, apparently, a lot of people have said that the trailers revealed, revealed the whole movie. So if you guys are interested and probably not seen the trailer, probably don't watch it. In my opinion, not really interested by this movie. Um, I like Amy Adams, she's a great actress and she's really great in some other stuff but probably not intrigued enough to really sort of share my opinion on it. So that's all the Disney and Pixar panel. Disney and Pixar probably had the had a stacked stacked um, panel which was really really cool to see as well but this is the best of the rest. And I decided to put Indiana Jones in the best of the rest because it was a Star Wars, I was it's Lucasfilm but it was still Star Wars but that's why it's a big photo. That is why it's a big photo, because it is that cool. Is that brilliant? I cannot wait for this. Um Indiana Jones movie. Harrison Ford's quite emotional on stage talking about it. I definitely think it's fantastic. So Indiana Jones 5, let's get it going. Um obviously in the bottom left there we have Willow. Haven't seen the first movie. A lot of people said that it's massively fantasy based. Uh, I like some fantasy movies, don't like some others. So probably will check the trailer out for this just to sort of peak my interest, whether it, whether it makes it interested. But it's a it's a remake, so you know it. There's always that knock about why you did not make it a sequel. Oric Davis is back in this role, um, I've been playing the first one. So it it, it looks all right, judging by the set photos and little bits and pieces I've seen, um, but very um very interested to see why they've actually made it a reboot rather than a sequel but this is a big show that i'm interested by of the best of the rest movie you know five of the best of the rest this one is the show percy jackson percy jackson i really love the books i really enjoyed the two movies with logan lerman in it um i'm very intrigued by this it looked really cool um you know, the, all the whole setting. We didn't get a lot of it, but really enjoy this hero. That's going to be at the top of my list. When Whenever that gets announced with an official release date, that's going to be on the most anticipated list of TV shows most definitely. Because very much enjoyed the book. Very intrigued by Greek mythology. So massive anticipation towards the Percy Jackson show. It looks different, looks darker. And I think Disney Plus have got some really great ideas with that. So that's it for this week's episode of FRC Alive, the D23 recap from us here at the Film Review Central. Thank you so much for everybody that's listening. Thank you so much for all the great reaction. Um to the most recent podcast, especially the new FRC logo, which I'm really was pleased by that. Thank you very much, everybody, listening to this uh, week's fan, FRC fan, Film Forum. Make sure you cast your vote over there to see what this week's one is going to be. Very intrigued by that. So looking forward to seeing the potential um, of what we're going to be getting. So. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much for the chat, to being very active on here. And I hope we've made the conversation about TV and film a little bit more interesting. See you guys in a bit.